0: This is Kate Swoboda, creator of yourcourageouslife.com, director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com, and author of the book The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers and at Amazon. The Your Courageous Life podcast is all about going after what you want and creating and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. Might drop a couple of F-bombs so maybe don't listen with your kids in the backseat of the car, and here we go with today's episode. All right, here we go, everybody. Today's topic, it's a big one. How to achieve your goals without getting stressed. Okay, so let's, let's dive into this. Let's unpack it a little bit. Uh, first disclaimer, this is not about perfection. This is not about you'll never again feel stressed. You're going to feel stressed at certain points, but I think there's a way to achieve your goals without stress being the dominant emotion. And the way that I started thinking about this was actually in response to a question. I have been I've been interviewed on a number of podcasts and I was interviewed on a few of them where somebody asked, so how do you handle failure? And I think that's a great question and I've got something of a strange answer, and I promise this is all going to tie into how to achieve your goals without getting stressed. But let's get back to this question. So how do you handle failure? And this is my kind of strange answer. I don't really believe in failure. (laughs) You might be laughing a little bit right now. Like, okay, so are you just delusional? No, but stay with me for a little bit here. Not believing in failure as a concept is, I think, paramount to how to achieve your goals without getting stressed. So here's what I mean. I do set goals, and I even make them specific and time-bound. When I set goals, I tend to throw the concept of being realistic out the window, meaning that as I'm setting the goal, framing it up, thinking about what I want, I I don't think too much about whether or not the goal is a, air quotes, realistic one. I just aim really high and put more of my intention on actually following through in a consistent way with the behaviors that I believe will get me there. So, let's, let's unpack this a little bit. And I'm a big examples person. Maybe you are too. I'm one of those people where somebody can talk about a concept and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm basically following you. And then once they give me an example, I'm like, okay, I'm picking up what you're putting down sister. So let's, let's get into a little bit of an example here. So let's say for example, that I launch a new offering, pretty common thing for people to do in their businesses and when i'm launching that offering as part of throwing being realistic out the window i i actually don't put a number on things usually i don't put a ceiling on how much money that offering will make i i don't try to be realistic about that i i mean to me why would i like if i am writing a book or creating a program or creating a new podcast, why would I do something like, oh, here's how many copies of the book that we can expect to sell. Here's how many spots in the program that we can expect people will join. Here's how many downloads I'm going to go for if I just get the right tagline on that podcast app. It's just like, eh, none of that's any fun. And to me, it seems a little fruitless to put a ceiling on that with my words or my expectations Because if I put a ceiling on it, then what if it would actually be bigger? So I'm like, instead of trying to be realistic or project into some of this stuff, I'm like, let's aim high. I'll aim high with my revenue goals. And then I'll just put more of my energy towards whatever actions I can consistently take to get there. And of course, that might have you wondering, okay, but then Kate, what do you do? if you hear crickets or nobody really responds or any of that, isn't that a failure? Well, for me, I don't get upset about a air quotes failure with this goal. If I, you know, don't hit a revenue goal or certain number of people interested or whatever it would be, I don't see it as a failure. I don't really believe that I failed. I believe that I succeeded wildly at setting a big goal and doing what it takes to see it happen. That's all I have control over. So let me say that one more time. I believe that I succeed wildly when I set a big goal and do what it takes consistently and to the best of my ability to see it happen because that's all I have control over. I'll give you another example, okay? Okay. Uh, CrossFit. Some of you who are longtime followers know that in 2018, CrossFit and I met and immediately fell in love. (laughs) I fell hard. Um, And in CrossFit, you know, you do all kinds of movements. And one of the movements I wanted to do was I want to get one strict pull-up. I I mean, I'd like to get any pull-up, kipping, strict, (laughs) any pull-up would be great. Upper body strength, definitely my weakest point. And in my entire life, as of recording this episode, I had never yet done a pull-up. Not once, not even in like grade school gym class. So I told myself I wanted to accomplish this. I wanted to get a strict pull-up and I set a date of three months later. And then every single day after class, after doing an entire CrossFit WOD, I would set about doing different exercises that are supposed to build the muscles in your arms, shoulders, and back that you really need in order to have a strict pull-up. Three months came. I was consistent. I showed up. Three months went. I was consistent. I showed up. And while I was stronger, because I was doing those exercises being consistent, showing up, I still didn't have a strict pull-up. Currently, as of recording this, I can lift myself up to the bar like about halfway, almost to the point where my arms, my elbows are bent, but then it's like I can't yet get any higher than that. I don't feel stressed about achieving that goal. I've simply moved the next due date by which I want to measure my progress out a few more months. I'll continue to be consistent between now and then. I'm not stressed about it. I just, I'm not even thinking about failure. Yes, of course, uh, from the perspective of academia and precise definitions, I understand the definition of failure. And I understand that my goal of getting a strict pull-up within three months was a technical, if you go by the definition, failure. But in terms of how I look at that, there's no failure. I, eventually, I know I'll get there. There's always another opportunity. Do I think that I will never do a strict pull-up in my life? No. No part of me thinks that. And, you know, some would say, this is just, Kate, this is just delusional thinking. This is a way that, that you just talk yourself out of feeling bad when you haven't met a goal. I say, and I hope that you will take this in, life is freaking hard enough, people, without us beating up on ourselves because we gave something our best shot and we didn't arrive there in the hoped for timeframe. That's all that happened. I just didn't get my strict pull up in the hoped for timeframe. That's it. If I launch something and not a lot of people are interested or enroll. Of course, I feel feelings about that. I feel a sense of like, oh, that didn't go how I'd hoped. But I, I, there's no part of me that goes to failure. So life is hard enough without us labeling ourselves. So you start to see how, how this idea of achieving your goals without getting stressed might have a little tie-in with how we define, how you define failure. I say that the only way someone can reasonably have a goal and also dance within the natural unfolding of your life is to stop getting caught in failure. Your life is not going to unfold according to a timetable, and often neither will your goals. That's just how it goes. Why slap a label on yourself? And I realize also that the crowd that's inclined to hustle and slay would say that, well, if you really put your mind to it, if you really put your mind to your goal, you would make it happen within the originally intended timeline. And to me, I say that I'm happy to hustle and slay within the bounds of my personal integrity, which has to include not just the end goal itself, but also how to live in integrity with my health, with life's curveballs, with responsibilities for my family. I'm just not happy to hustle and slay for an end goal and that's it. What am I going to do with that? I mean, you know, from what I can tell, like Gary Vaynerchuk, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, like really likes talking to people about cutting the shit, slaying at your goals, getting out there, making it happen. If you're really committed, you're going to make it happen. If that works for you, if that works for him, gone, do it. It's okay. I'm just really clear that that doesn't work for me. It doesn't actually help me to achieve my goals without getting stressed. The ability to achieve the goal without the stress is the, the highest goal, really. And I don't mean either that you never feel any stress whatsoever. I'm talking about the kind of getting stressed that is burnout, that is breakdown of your relationships, that is you're looking around at your life not knowing who you are anymore, that is you're laying awake at night in bed, staring up the ceiling, not able to sleep, tired as all get out, but totally unable to sleep. That's the type of stress I'm not signing up for. So in other words, you achieve your goals without getting stressed when you decide that you are going to be full of integrity around your intentions, your mindset, your behaviors, and your consistency, yet you release attachment around the final outcome. I'm going to say that again, and when I say this again, just take a moment real quick now To think of a goal that you have for yourself at some point within the next three to six months. And now that you've got that in mind, you achieve this goal. You will achieve this goal without getting stressed when you decide that with this goal, you are going to be full of integrity around your intentions. With this goal, you are going to be in integrity around your mindset. With this goal, you are going to be in integrity around your behaviors and your consistency. By integrity, I mean you set those intentions, you pay attention to your mindset, your behaviors, and your consistency, and you're in integrity. Yeah, I'm with Gary Vee around cut the shit, stop giving yourself ways to cut corners that end up being a betrayal of the self. Yet, this might be the place where I diverge with a lot of the hustle and slay people. You release attachment around the final outcome. You make the goal of getting the pull-up You release attachment around whether or not the pull-up happens. You make the goal around launching the product. You release the attachment around its success. You make the goal to be the best parent that you can be. You release attachment around how your children grow up and decide to live. You make the goal to navigate your divorce with kindness. You release attachment around whether or not your ex-spouse thinks you are a good person. You make the goal of making more friends this year. You release attachment around how close you have to be to those friends. You make the goal to make more money this year. You release attachment around how much money it has to be. The attachment is where people get stressed. And the attachment is where people buy into this concept of failure. Now, pride comes in when we get to be proud of ourselves for doing all that we could. Simply fulfilling an end goal isn't nearly as wonderful as feeling good about who you are because you know that you gave it your all and you did the best you could within the bounds of your personal integrity, which has to include not just the goal, but being in integrity with your health and curveballs and responsibilities and all of those things. And you know what I'm talking about. If you have ever done hustle and slay to hit a goal and you reached the goal and it was profoundly unfulfilling, if you have ever had that experience before, then you know that if you make the end goal everything and make it about if it matters enough, I'll get there. I got to be a success, can't be a failure. Like if you're going into that mindset, going into behaviors that wear down your health, you aren't taking into account any of the other things you have going on in your life because the end goal is the goal and got to get the goal, got to slay, got to hustle, got to go after the goal. Get, you know, When you go into that space, it's actually profoundly unfulfilling. So if you want to achieve your goals without feeling stressed, You need a shift in mindset. Shift number one, stop thinking about failure and start thinking about consistency. Shift number two, stop thinking of deadlines as hard metrics for success or failure. Use deadlines, sure, that's fine. Use them instead, though, as benchmarks to note progress. I'll go back to my CrossFit pull-up example here. I use that three-month deadline of, okay, did not get a pull-up within three months, but I went from not being able to like move on the pull-up bar at all to halfway. That's some progress. Shift three, make your mantra, eventually, I know I'll get there. Eventually, I know I'll get there. Just because you don't complete something within an initial intended deadline doesn't mean anything, really. You know, taking on the attitude of, I know I'll get there, means that when you don't get there, you don't let it stick. You don't let it mean something about who you are or what you're capable of. Let your unwavering faith be in knowing that eventually you'll get there. And I know it can be really disappointing, you know, especially I'm thinking of like business owners who might be listening to this, who have set a revenue goal and then they're not hitting it for a program or for their quarter or their year. And it's like, oh my God, I feel like a failure. I I had this Big vision. I I was going to go out there. I was going to get this. And I didn't get there. And, you know, this idea of eventually I know I'll get there might seem a little confusing for some entrepreneurial types. Cause you might be like, what do you mean? Eventually I'll get there. Like the program had a, a due date. It starts on this other date. I have only three people and I wanted 30 and like, what do you mean? Eventually you'll get there, Kate, like the due dates there. It's, it's done. Well, eventually I know you'll get there for me. If I was talking to you right now would be, Hey, this is just one launch you always have another opportunity. There will be another launch where you will get more than three. And the opportunity that's here too is to look at what you might have done differently. When I look at, you know, launches that I've had that have failed um, in the conventional sense that like I thought I'd get this number, I didn't, there's always been something to learn. And instead of thinking of it as a failure, it's just like, okay, you pick up, you take what you can learn, and you move into the next phase of your life. And with (laughs) pull-ups, you know, it's like, okay, uh, did I do everything that I knew to do that I could do? Yeah, I did. So what am I learning? I'm learning that it's working. I got halfway there. Keep doing more of that. Maybe check in with my coach. See if there's anything else. And it would be profoundly counterproductive to start beating myself up, failure, not enough, all that stuff. And it really would also take away a lot of the enthusiasm I might have around achieving the goal because it's it's a lot of fun to achieve a goal. It, it feels amazing to achieve a goal. But again, the achievement of the goal is not the point The process you go through and what you learn about yourself is the point. Don't let the goal mean something about who you are or what you're capable of. You can achieve your goals without getting stressed and it has nothing to do with the goal itself. It has everything to do with the kind of success that you feel when you decide, I am unstoppable. All right, that's today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You know you can continue the work and the fun if you want to. Head on over to yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin and become a Your Courageous Life subscriber because as soon as you sign up, you get access to an entire library of worksheets and audios and other bonuses. And of course, you'll be receiving more courage in your inbox. And who wouldn't love that? You can learn more about the Courageous Living Coach Certification at teamclcc.com. You can get The Courage Habit at your local bookseller on Amazon, wherever you like. We can even connect on social media. I'm on Facebook at Your Courageous Life. So look for facebook.com forward slash yourcourageouslife. And I'm on Instagram as Kate Courageous. And I'd love to connect with you on Instagram. So here's to you using these courageous tools in your life and creating a real ripple effect of good. And again, thanks so much for listening. I love it that you're here.